But I don't. I'm not high all the time. Like I'm not high during the day. Well, just, most of the time. This shows, and but is your chemistry is probably. Dude, different. get in here, Charlie. Oh, we got four. Where? Sit over here. I couldn't. And no gay stuff, bro. <laughs> that's a, that's the number one rule of the Comedy Store podcast. Yeah, yeah. No gay stuff, bro. You can't stop me. Yo, I called it. I called it, bro. No gay stuff. Just, just water, dude. That's a gotcha. Philly accent. South Philly. Water. I grew up in Taconi. We'll just lean in. Oh, that's right. At the Ice House. What, what, what's the name of this podcast? The Comedy Store podcast. Oh. Mm. <clears throat> Look at this guy. Look at this guy. Listen, if the phone if the phone's on, then you know what happens. Uh, something funny. If anyone's calling me, it's oh God, the fucking Depp. phone. It may be Johnny Depp calling him. We put Johnny Depp on speakerphone. Yeah, whether or not I for one appreciate it because it's the only day my phone's ever been on. So yeah, you don't need a mic. You got that voice. That voice. A voice for broadcasting. There are broadcasting voices, right? There's like a sound that a dude can hit, like a Howard Cosell. Who like lets you know? Oh, the fucking game started. You know that voice worth. We're gonna do the audiobook podcast style, so he can just all right here find a fucking paragraph or a chapter or something, just because he has such a great voice. But then we can go off topic with the book. Yeah, that's a great idea. That's a great idea to offer completely original content along with your book. That that's a really great. I bet that'll be that's a monster idea because I would love that as a fan, like to listen in on that. Because I read as bad as Bill Bird does copy. <laughs> and, uh, you know who's the worst reader though? You ever buy an audio book with Stephen King reading his own shit? He has he yes. he swallows his L's. He's deaf. And I got a glove. The well, glove. You want an actor. You want one of those drama Wait, queens. Wait, is this on? We should on? offer your audio book for okay, like sure. offer it for like two dollars a download. Someone's a when, Bernie Sanders fan. Then when you get no, when you get to the last chapter, it's like okay, you must pay nine more dollars if you want to hear the end of the book. <laughs> That's actually a very good idea. Tell, tell him to bring me an ashtray. Shrewd. He's a Trump fan. I take it back. <laughs> Don't pigeonhole me, Rogan. Wolf in sheep's clothing. And that's like a weird moment if you're alone with a dude and you find out he's really a Trump fan, like super Trump fan. You're like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, what do you do? You're alone with a guy. This is exciting. It's like watching the man show, too. Mm. Live from the comedy uh, show. Eleanor Why Kerrigan looking at the same amount of people are watching it, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Probably slightly more. That's perfect. Thank that you, Adam. I appreciate it. Um, Thank you, sir. And now, if you could bring me cigarettes and a lighter. Oh. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm joking. No, let him, let him go out. Pink dots, right? I took one hit of Doug Stanhope's cigarette. And I, I understand it. I get it. I smoked a hit of Doug Stanhope's cigarette. Did you get the buzz? I got a heart attack, you little thing. A little, <laughs> little, little, like, whoa. I, I quit smoked, 12 years ago. Yeah, I smoked cigarettes for 10 years just because the first cigarette I had was so good. I'm like, I'll feel it. But see, man, wow. I got lucky. The first cigarette I had, it felt retarded. Really? It just felt so stupid. It was just fucking smoke and burning oh, yeah. weirdness uh, yeah, in this, my lungs. I was like, what? Too. I did. I just quit a few months ago. 
Does it feel weird being right next to Doug? <laughs> no, I don't. I got over you that mental hump. I don't want one. I do have like a douchey e-cigarette in my pocket because when I start to get drunk, I, I they, just they're it. only mental douchey because of those commercials. They fucked Rip. up with those blue commercials where the Stephen Dorff was like oh, yeah, hanging out yeah, in black and white. I, they, like, I have a question because <laughs> uh, they 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 made it was illegal to advertise cigarettes like in the seventies, right, right. but podcasting is a new generation is that could we that's a very good point. get a camel uh, that's a very good point oh i wonder what the law is if it's could, it if pertains you... to all commercial commercial uh endeavors like like if you advertise something like but can they still do ads on billboards i don't know i don't know so. that no, stopped too that right yeah. so it used to be but like tv and then it was TV around when the fucking law got yeah passed. i don't think it's written it's good in, point so that's yeah, good point. i would i would have moral compunction about advertising cigarettes but just because i found a loophole i would but well, if, well, he, if marlboro was going to give you you know a bunch of money to just if you said i smoke marlboro, marlboro. was going to give me marlboros I'd <laughs> that's it's true cheap, so. there you go but here but is do you think it's probably just all ads because have you ever seen an internet ad for cigarettes no, no. i don't think i've ever no, seen an internet no. so it can't be that it can't be legal on the internet because if it was, we would we would, would have seen. Yeah, I used to yeah. do a bit. You don't have to. You don't see an advertisement for cocaine because it's word of mouth. Right. <laughs> That's true. You don't need to advertise. You know, they don't all the need cool to spend people money. are doing it. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if they drop off like cigarettes on movie sets. You know, because uh, do, do you know that they do that with like TV sets? Like TV sets, they drop off like Coca Cola yeah. and well, Gatorade and shit. Put it in the rider. Yeah, but no, but not just that. But I'm saying is they give you free stuff. They they give free stuff oh, to these I sets see. so that you yeah. use their stuff. And if yeah. you use their stuff, then either people see you with it or you Us know. You ever, when when we did picture. the Man Show, there was a a, a cigarette company, a, like a startup called Legit Cigarettes, and. <laughs> They were giving me free cigarettes for life till they went out of business. Oh, that's How terrible! As long it, as I would smoke those publicly, and that was their that was their gimmick. They were gonna get c- celebrities, celebrities. What's good answer? move. What's I wonder why it didn't pan out. We got Stanhope and Morton Downey Jr. They on had board. an awesome. <laughs> Morton Downey Jr. Oh, I did uh, the show later. Too big to fail. I did. <laughs> I did the show. You remember when Greg Kinnear had that show called Later? Yeah. We had a bunch of guest hosts, and I guest hosted it once, and I did a segment with Morton Downey Jr., where I was trying to get Morton Downey Jr. to give me advice on like how to become like a good talk show host because he was crazy. Yeah. You, ever, you ever watch the show? It was a, a main show. documentary. The do- yeah. documentary is so, one of the best documentaries yeah. ever. So I got to hang with him like for mm-hmm. a day. He was one of the nicest fucking guys. Like Morton Downey Jr. was super nice. It was all just an act. Yeah. Like he he just figured out a way to rile people up and do this thing. But when you're around him, like in real life, he's like, "Hey, how are you? What's going on, man?" He's like totally normal, like really friendly, it really was nice such guy. Such bullshit when all those racists tackled him in a airport men's room. He yeah, made up they, some they craziness. Not, and uh, didn't he write like a swastika on his head the wrong way? Shaved he did his it head. in the mirror. It was like parts like he was like, okay. they tried to shave my head. But do you know which way it goes off the top of your head? Well, that's what kind of busted him. They said you could tell he drew it in the mirror because it was fucking backwards. But would you know how to do it forwards? I think it's a. a I don't know. If I, looking at it, I probably yeah, I would. True call Nazi. you on that. How would, yeah, how, but how do you know it's the wrong? But way? true Nazis probably wouldn't write it on your head. They're probably just retards. What? 
they're not really, they're probably not even really Nazis. They're going to hold you down and draw their <laughs> mark on your face. They're probably just pretending to be Nazis because it's funny. But he's pretending to be kind of. <laughs> well, he did. He definitely pretended. Yeah, but, it, but he, he would be like Nazis would love him. Like, why would Nazis maybe. do that? To Ma him. Yeah. Like, I was amazed. Would a Nazi do that to Trump? I no. would say I would say it's two steps removed. Because I said the most likely scenario would be someone holding him down and pretending they're a Nazi because yeah. they think it would be funny to write on Morton Downey Jr.'s head. Yeah. It's so like if that if it really happened. <laughs> that's Joe Rogan. <laughs> but yeah. Joe but I don't, Rogan is here. Yay. But but I don't think it really did happen. So down. then it's like if you had to do a Nazi swastika on your head, would mm. you get it right? Like if you were looking in the mirror. Would you be like, okay, is it like this or is it like this? Which fucking way does it go? I mean, we does all anybody have know? Fucking smartphones. I look it up first. And yeah, I'd write yeah, it down. Well, it was before racist. smartphones. You couldn't Google it. You yeah, know, what's crazy is like that. That symbol. Down, penis or swastika? And they went swastika. <laughs> that swastika <laughs> symbol was an ancient karate symbol. Yeah. It was an ancient Okinawan karate symbol. Like it was a part of like ancient Eastern. Like sacred geometry, like mm -hmm. this, this, this little thing, this swastika thing, yeah, like whatever it meant uh, originally. There's some temple that has it yeah. on there, and they, in, they, they, yeah, they in West they Hills, in there. Yeah. yeah, there's a big sign, and it's an Indian. People go there and get married. It's this beautiful place. Yeah. Eleanor, can you announce who's at the table? This <laughs> oh, is Chad we're talking about swastikas. Oh, I know. I just, I'm, I'm just all, trying to really get really hard to interrupt. The no one cares. We yeah. write. You know we write down on the internet what it is. Yeah, even keep. Well, we can write. We can introduce. Qigong? You have to introduce Everybody's going to know. Chad Shank. I was, I was giving you Chad Shank. Does it? Chad Shank. Is Chad busy. Shank. Chad, like Chad Shank, Shank just Shank. informed Chad us that Qigong has a swastika in it. bring this down Thank a you. bit so we're not all talking over each other. Okay, so what <laughs> is Chad Shank? You know the way to do? cure that? Chad Shank is my co-host on my podcast. That is awesome. <laughs> and what is it. the way to cure that, Joe? <laughs> Nothing. I was talking <laughs> over you guys. <laughs> I, was, I was joking. Right after this podcast, I'm going to beat the shit out of you in front of your friends. And I hope you're happy it. was really, I thought it was a clear joke. This is the Comedy Store Podcast, if anyone is wondering what's going on right now. We are in our new studio in the basement. The finishing. Never been down here. The carpet on the walls. Heard a lot of people died in this basement. This is one of the alleged haunted areas of the Comedy Store, but... Rick Ingram, may I ask you, sir, because you have been a resident of this fine establishment for many, many a moon. Um, have you fucking seen anything? Have you ever seen a ghost? Have you ever seen any inclination? Uh, I, I've never seen a ghost. I got really high in the belly room one time and there was like three of us. We're all sitting in there. The lights were out and, uh, basically just the emergency light was on mm -hmm. and we were pretty positive. Like all of us turned at the same time. Cause it seemed like someone was walking in the hallway from the belly room to the green room and there was nothing there. And then we all just got real freaked out. Like we got to leave. But we were also really high, so that's true. But, know, but I've been really high all over this place. Never had any, and the belly room freaks me the fuck out. It's the creepiest, dude. Time. I've been up there a couple times in the last six months. I go up there with a friend. Oh, come on, dude, let's go in the belly room. No, there's no show. And you go up to the top of the stairs, just stand there and look at that place. And you go, what the fuck are we doing here? We gotta get out of here. Man. I saw. We gotta get out of here, I man. I saw Joe Rogan uh, what last week. Yeah. Doing some goofy show where people yell out topics and you have to riff, and fucking Rogan killed it. Oh and yeah, Jer Jeremiah's show. Jeremiah Watkins, uh, yeah. yeah, on the spot or whatever. That room Thanks. is so ripe to do specials, to film specials. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I fucking yeah. hate 
specials that are filmed in theaters and the applause just like Get Jim lost. Norton. I saw a Jim Norton special in a 1500 seater and you know how Norton riffs yeah. and you know, the audience is ruining his special because they <laughs> right. applaud all the time and you, you're fucking ruining his rhythm. Well, I noise. think you're making a real good point that we make all the time. The, this, this point that this is a giant difference. I mean, you, you and I have had about a hundred conversations about this between your rhythm that you do in a little intimate environment and the rhythm that you do in a big theater. Cause in the, in like 150 people, you can just keep hammering them with punchlines and they can hear everything you're mm-hmm. saying. One of the things that I realized by sitting in the audience of a Lewis Black show, I was in Jersey and he was there the night before I was. So Joey Diaz and I walked across the street and we sat down. We like sat in the audience and watched the show like wow. tor- in the back towards the middle. So we had like good seats. We were right in there. But I was like, whoa, it is hard to hear when he's when he's killing and everyone's laughing. And then he says something else. Well, if you if you say something while people are laughing, like people just started going, "What did he say? What did he just say?" That's a, annoying. But people were laughing that heard it. But there was like you might miss a, a percentage of the audience. Stinks. With the you know what you should do? Get those. You you know when you go to a museum, they give you Brendan headphones. Walsh. Are you here on the podcast? Brendan Walsh, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Introduce people. Yeah. Yes. Joe Rogan. We have Brendan. Twitter's Chad Shank. I think we already did this a couple of times. We we got to do it every Groundhog Day. Groundhog Day up in this bitch. Yeah. We'll we'll clear it all up in editing. That's we just did the very beginning before the swastika discussion that we. Every week on the Comedy Store podcast. I'm so high. I forgot what we were talking about, but it was so important while we were talking about it. To me, it was so important. Oh, filming. No, here's the question. What is the number? What is the number where it gets weird? Because in the 150, the because okay. I'm like, all right, they, there must be a mix-up. Why are there this many people here to see me? <laughs> Did they put Hal Sparks on the calendar on accident? Hal Sparks! Stop it! The only thing that could have been better is Screech from Saved by the Bell. Crushing. Just crushing. Hal, and then Hal stabbing Spark- someone. No, Hal Sparks is better because it's subtly ruthless. I wasn't, you know, the only reason I said that is he was there the <laughs> night after I did the Ice House. I remember probably Hal Sparks back when I used to actually have to do my own fulfillment of uh, merch from my website. (laughs) Hal Sparks bought my CD. Wow. He's a nice guy. I had him on the podcast early days. Yeah, early days. Very nice guy. Well, here's my question about filming in the belly room. So you film in a room that small. It would be awesome. But with cameras and crew in there, how many how many people? Well, I was talking to Jesse. See a cameraman in a mirror. I did oh that. shit! That's so <laughs> true. That's strong as fuck. Um, Jesselnick uh, was telling me today about how he filmed his Netflix special at the Fillmore Theater in San Francisco, which is pretty small. Yeah. It's only like 450 people, but he filmed it with uh, mounted stuff to the walls, and people had like remote controls. Oh, nice! So with that, you could easily do that in the belly room. He set something yeah. up above the crowd in a couple spots, and you would get. You only really want a head on and a sideways. That's and you, you need want. a fucking so drone flying around, getting like the, the flyover <laughs> crowd drone. shots, shaped like, like a dick, like a bumblebee with a big that, dick. That would add to the show too, where it's like you got a <laughs> you drone, like drone. <laughs> it makes noise I'm too. To out, oh wanna, shit! They're gonna let me film a special in the main room. They are. Who's yeah. they? These powers the that be, store. the Dark Lords, yeah. Baltimore. They, uh, who, who are you, Lord Baltimore? But 
I got they got me on camera too. Who are you filming? <laughs> and, oh uh, shit! Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to do it. Brandon Walsh, ruthless. Get shots. Of Grew the up crowd. in Texas. America's hater. So I do a lot of crowd work. So I don't know. I'm trying to figure out how to do it to where I can get shots of the crowd. But a wall mount might be the only way without work this crowd. Yeah. Ask me what I do. <laughs> what do you do? Where, where are you from? from? What do you do? <laughs> nice shirt. I do that. You've always preferred that. You've always preferred that fucking around with the crowd thing. It's interesting. Yeah. It made, I, I always, well, one, the jokes I used to tell weren't good. So when I started doing crowd work, it was just like, I, I know I'm funnier than this. I, I'm from Kansas. I know it's I'm crazy. funnier than my act. Well, <laughs> that's a good. Aren't uh, we all? I know. Everybody. <laughs> I fuck yeah, I am. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but for, for you, like, importantly, like, there was a lot of people that got really fucking weird about having to follow you. Yeah. It, it, was, a, it was a giant issue with people. It's like, there's, there's a certain segment of our our community that gets upset when someone's doing good. Yeah, they don't yeah. like it. And if you're doing good in some method that is different than the way I'm doing it, then somehow or another, I have this, this, you, you were fucking a stool like Dane cook tonight, but it was funny. It's a different kind of fucking bro. He was, first of all, I fucked it first. And then <laughs> Joe, he started Joe fucking it. Like the stool. he just changed it around a little, but what, what you were, what you were doing, like there was a, well, you didn't have any power, man. And it was really fucked up because there was yeah. a bunch of dudes who, uh, this is from my perspective. There's a bunch of dudes who didn't want to follow Rick Ingram oh, yeah. because Rick Ingram would fuck around with the crowd and he's, he's got so much material on top of fucking around with the crowd and you do it all the time. So it's a muscle that you have like yeah, yeah. really exercised. Yeah. They, so there was a bunch of really bullshit. Yeah. There was a, but it was a bunch of bullshit because you weren't doing anything wrong. You Which were doing really question. funny comedy. <laughs> <laughs> Caller. We're going to have to hang up. This, this is boring. You're but blowing Rick just, Ingram. That just shows what the other comics are made of though like i would yeah. rather go up after a fight like if somebody's killing and they're awful and hacky then you're like well what the that's fuck a horrible am I feeling yeah and that's it's a horrible like, feeling well they're not gonna like me if they like this yeah, shit. yeah in my problem well doug stanhope doug stanhope tell the story about the old hedberg days oh, where hedberg people used to put these middle acts on in front of Hedberg that would do fucking somersaults. They would mm -hmm. shoot firecrackers out of their ass. They would sing R and B songs. They would have these big high energy middle yeah. acts. And then Hedberg would go on after him before people knew who he was. That's tough. And they didn't know how to adjust. Yeah. It was just shitty planning and shitty filming. Yeah. And, tell that story. And you, yeah. you know how you got <laughs> into it. busy doing it, Shank. Quiet. I'll just move on. I thought about it now. I thought about the actual story and I went, yeah. Let me hear that story. And, and, you know, the point, the point being, you don't know. You got there's two there's two ways there's two ways to look at it. Like in one way, like a guy like Hedberg has to be shielded in a way. Like yeah, he's yeah. so goddamn good. It's almost like, listen, you got to find out how good he is. Everybody, just get on board. Once you I, find I, out how good yeah, he is, it doesn't I, matter who goes on before him. I don't do. Like mixed bill shows. Uh, hey, you want to yeah. do a set tonight? No, I don't. I want to do a set in front of my crowd where I know that they're going right. to accept everything. I don't want to fucking deal with tourist shit. Uh, 
I don't I don't like <laughs> doing that, comedy that, a, that much. You don't like the comedy? I, I totally hear what no. you're saying. But I see what you're saying. Like you just want your crowd that came to see. Well, that kind of energy. I spent 25 years building right. my crowd. I'm not gonna go up <laughs> and ruin all my self confidence by going up on a Saturday night at the comedy store to do 10 minutes where if I have a bit, it's 15 minutes long. Right. Right. And I'm gonna try to truncate it. To, to <laughs> well, I, listen. I got news I, for you, dude. Wait, if you if you I got name is you. on the marquee. People are going to be your, your fans. They're going to show up. I mean, they're going to be your fans. If my name's this on the stage. marquee, I'm making a fucking lot of money. But you don't have to. This Look, is that's true. this is the I, thing about this place. You're weird like that. You I'm like not. to do fucking I know comedy I'm, all the time. Uh, no, 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 no. I, I this is trashing you on some radio station. I do like to do it, but <laughs> I, I, honesty here at the Comedy Store podcast. No, please tell me. No, tell me before people get mad at me. Colorado, I go. You, I think he lasted like six weeks. No, and his it was, wife it was went a little off bit the more. road. I yeah. go, but she I crashed her car. I can't Aww. see Joe Slid Rogan down a being alive if he's not within fifteen minutes of a comedy. Club. No, 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 that was one of the reasons why I moved it. to Colorado. Is because the comedy works in Denver. Yeah, Wendy has like this full open mic program. But you program. lived in the mountains. Yeah. The point is, you like to do comedy. The rumor, I, like to, I like to be with animals. Yeah, the, the rumor, <laughs> rumor I heard was, yeah, Rogan's moving back from Colorado because coyotes ate his dog. No, it was it was a mountain lion. A mountain lion. We we what? found a mountain lion on our property, and it started uh, started creeping around the house. Did and it then, eat your dog? Uh, yeah, you it took the dog. Lion? point is I, I you can't live without that. doing comedy i love not doing comedy i i I, I, I could totally see your point of view and i could totally fall into that too it's not that i only love doing comedy i love doing a lot of shit it's just i've been doing comedy for so long i decide to give it a lot of love you like to work but like i would I, I, I might just like to go camping how about that? I might just like to take no, a Toyota fucking yeah. Toyota Land Cruiser and the go fire. in the mountains. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to do any more fire. Eventually, you have to special. abandon comedy. Okay, or com- let's, let's bring it back to Or you. die in a hotel like George Carlin. That might be the move, too. He died in a hotel? Quick question. I hope he did. I, 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 keep wanting to call I hope it was in Vegas. I keep wanting to call Eleanor Circus Circus. Nancy Kerrigan. You son of a bitch. Oh, the shittiest I'll one. I'll with a skate. Don't call me that shit. Uh, we saw I it. fought Tanya Harding. <laughs> fuck up. That he white did. trash whore. Wait. Uh, Eleanor would fuck up Tanya here. Harding. Let me I just will. say it. I will. Hold on. I know the only non-paid regular is Brendan, but we'll get to oh, that that's all right. a sec. It's a long drive. No, he's doing a drop and I saw his Twitter. But when you showcased here, was that you in the beginning building your audience? What is this? A real fucking interview all all of a sudden? How dare you, Eleanor? When when I showcased here, I I had my my favorite bit I've ever written. It was about TWA Flight 800 (laughs) back when. (laughs) I mean, that's we're talking funny already. Now we're shot down by a missile. I honestly, to this day, (laughs) there was a fucking hot waitress. At the improv that said, she came out, I was sitting at the bar back to the old improv and she's came out bitching about the fucking hackney comedy she's listening to, which I, I, I was on her side. And and Flight 800 was on the TV oh. at the bar. And she goes, yeah, make that funny. <laughs> Done. And I went home and I wrote a fucking, uh, one of the best bits. I, I didn't deliver it as well because I was young. But uh, the my favorite bit I've ever written was about that. And 
So you did it here? So I had that hip pocketed. I'd never had the balls to come here, and I came here, and Mitzi, back when she was alive. No, no. She's still alive. All right. She's still alive. Weekend at Bernie's. How dare you? Hey, bro. We're in her house. (laughs) Hespect. She goes... I did that bit because I was uh, when you had to get that was your past. Yeah. What year? I did that bit. Do you remember it? Was, well, you can Google it. It's when uh, it was uh, yeah when the flight when went the flight three went. weeks after it's like 80, 97, 96, yeah, 97. I know I was here for it because it was right before that. Uh, remember, goes, I like you. Yes. You remind me of a set. Wait a minute, Sam. Remember, Kinison. there was another plane right after Flight Eight Hundred, a uh, value jet that crashed into the. Florida. Fucking swamps in yep. Florida, and they never fucking got it out because there's too many alligators. Do, do you in know? There. Do you know how I like, know what about this? Not only does your plane crash, but it crashes into a swamp full of alligators. Uh, that's David, <laughs> we're alive. Hang on, David Talbot. Uh, my favorite plane crash, and I know it's wrong to have a favorite. Is <laughs> a plane crashed off the coast of Colombia, and it said some of the survivors were eaten by sharks. <laughs> How bad is your luck where the two weirdest things that could ever happen in the same day? Did someone fuck a leprechaun uh, on this flight? Uh, 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 that's great. That was, that's so fucking funny. Showcased with that bit and didn't get past. Isn't that weird? Eleanor, do you remember the Paul Mooney bit about Value Jet? Do you remember Paul Mooney? I, he had used to do this bit about the black lady clutching her purse. Oh, oh yeah. Remember? He's do this bit about some about how cheap value jet was and that you knew it was gonna crash you knew that shit was gonna crash eventually he oh my god mooney had some With hilarious white, shit about that per- yeah shit's going down they get eaten by crocodiles <laughs> That yeah, was, like, was ninety. Really, really, Paul Mooney brought it to a racial place. <laughs> Dude, he, he did it once. You didn't, didn't even see out, it so coming. Steered clear after. You that. didn't see it coming. No, it was a funny bit. I remember laughing really hard. I, I used to love watching Paul Mooney. Oh, God, dude. One of my favorites here. Because he would just clear the audience, and I knew I could go home early. Mooney was... <laughs> as a doorman. He, in, James, he intimidated the shit out of me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He, he was also he was yeah. also one of the only people Eddie Griffin would respect. Oh yeah, so you had to respect. He, he, he's the uh, Reverend Al Sharpton of comedy. <laughs> let, no, no, no. He's way more respected. He only referred to me as the white lady. He would the white never, lady. He would call up. Oh, is the white lady in? The white lady is going to cash my check. Make sure you tell the white lady I'm coming in. I'd be like, they, they come in the kitchen. Uh, yeah, Do you know but, who the white lady is? I'm like, that's me. They're like, but you're all white. I'm like, but you're not as cool. Hennigan, my they manager, this filthy Scotsman here there taking he pictures. Thank he, you for he, taking uh, pictures. It, every time we're on the road, he likes to ask the wait staff, like, who's the worst comic you've had to deal with? And Eddie Griffin is always at in the, the top, top the three. Yeah. Oh. He needs to get a carton of smokes and a new sneakers at every show, right? See? That's Someone what the improv him people up in told me. in a white car and he waited. To, he, I ain't getting no fucking white car. <laughs> wow. Well, you know, have some respect. Okay. How about bring him a fucking black car? Is that too much to ask? So, whoa, 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 whoa. You expect him to get in a white car? We're talking about a car. How about you think about your own? I guess he doesn't use Uber. Top three of all time. I mean, as he used to say, he got into Harvard and Yale, but he chose to drop out of. Eddie Griffin did? That's what he claims. None of it's true. Listen, I claim a lot. You know this. I'm standing up for Eddie Griffin right now. You don't know shit, you don't know nothing about him. You're scared of him. 
<laughs> that's a made training. I'm scared of his talent. Let me tell you something Eddie for real. Griffin, Eddie Griffin, when he when Chad he was Shank on um, Chad Shank, when he was on uh, Def Comedy Jam, Eddie Griffin did a set on Def Comedy Jam. He was wearing shorts. I mean, he crushed. He crushed so hard that I remember sitting there. I was an open micer at the time. I was like, Oh my god! When you see a guy who crushes that hard, it makes you feel like I'm never gonna do that. I'm never gonna do that. I'm never gonna do that. He had a high hat on. He had shorts on, and he fucking did. Destroyed. If Eddie Murph, if Eddie Griffin rather, could have stayed Is on track. Is comedy a fashion show? No. Yeah. no. Obviously, he just does. looked ridiculous. But I'm telling you, that fucking dude had talent. See, I, crazy. I, 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 like I never saw. Him. He was. Uh, he's insane. But he had talent that in, in its best form when he could hold on to it. It's like a wrestling match with a fucking steroided dolphin. Right. It's like you, you barely point, got Joe, it. Wow! It's away from you. Joe. Well, yeah, shank, shank. Because we are in the business, at what point do you go, well, that guy's a dick? He's not a dick. Eddie's crazy. He he's not he's he's not a bad guy. He's always been good to me. Me he, and him have always been cool. I only he know just, like Steve Sharippa. When Steve Sharippa liked you, yeah. you go, Ooh, he yeah. likes me. Oh no, but, but Steve he's a dick I, to everyone else. Well, he's not a dick. He's I, just I'm if saying, you get out of line, he's the wrong guy. <laughs> He's the wrong guy. He will smack you in your fucking head. It he doesn't matter if he's been on The Sopranos. Shripper, not Eddie. Yeah. Shripper smacked you in the face? Yeah, he Eddie. smacked me in the face. You, you're doing... Shripper well, hit you for real? Yeah, but funny. Oh, oh. Funny. <laughs> it's still... I was, a, I was a kid. He's an animal. I was a kid with a mullet. You're doing... You're doing seven minutes. Not 701, not 699. <laughs> and yeah. slap me in the face. Oh, He's an animal. What are you Steve, doing this Steve fucking, Shripper, fucking I, I, I get along with those Shripper. dudes. I used to help him. I used to get people to the Riviera. I think I booked Ricky. Yeah. <laughs> the Riviera is like a lot of people's first Vegas gig. Ari Shafir and Steve Ranazizi, I got them booked, and they both got banned for life. Good they, for them. Yeah. They got me in trouble with Sharippa. Nice. First 9-11, yeah. and then that. Yeah. Joey Diaz got banned. When will Steve? Joey Diaz got banned for a little bit. Yeah, he got banned for something. I don't remember what happened. But, uh... Sharippa, like that guy, kept that gig. He was—he's a savage. He's a savage, a bona fide, legitimate savage. Is trying to keep it together and eat pizza. But at the end of the day, Steve Sharippa is—he's a gorilla, and he'll crush your head with a rock. I don't care how many fucking how many shows he's been on. He will get on. He'll go knee to chest on you and smash your fucking head with a bowling ball. And there's not a goddamn thing you're gonna do about it either. He's is that's a real legit gorilla. He's a great guy though. Me and him have always been friends. Chad Shank. I don't know MMA, but I know how to use my elbows. How did this guy feel about Eddie Griffin? Did he like him? Did did Griffin perform at the Riviera? I don't. Th I don't know if he did. I don't know if he I, did. I only knew Eddie Griffin in the. He was already really crazy. Right. He'd go up for like. What three year hours. did you get here? I got here in two thousand and two. Yeah. And, so and, uh, Eddie was at his best in the nineties. Yeah. Well, like, everyone, there was. There everyone was talk about like yeah, he's so uh, yeah, great, and yeah, I'm watching yeah. this guy just basically have breakdowns on stage, and he would steal champagne out of oh, the. Yeah. Like he'd distract the manager and then have his his entourage <laughs> steal champagne. Allegedly, bottles. say allegedly, allegedly at the I very least. Him. Allegedly, <laughs> disparaging like, him. Allegedly, said, said by a guy who can be sued. <laughs> Once you have enough money to be sued, you go allegedly. Allegedly, yeah. sir. Well, how did I've like him and Cat Williams seem life. to have had the same career? Trajectory. How about Martin Lawrence? No. This and is, Martin Lawrence. Yeah. Like, so don't you think there might be something to that Illuminati professor Griff? 
like theory of okay. Here's the most okay. Here's the most we have to not talk over each other. On yeah. this podcast is shit. The most likely scenario is someone who's really funny is someone who's a little imbalanced, so they seek attention in a very extreme way. They figure out how to get really good at making people love them because people don't love them enough when they're young. All so right. they get to a certain stage, and then all of a sudden, people are loving them and not just loving them; they're loving them in mass all throughout the world. Mm. They can't go anywhere. They're praised too much, and they start to freak the fuck out. All right, and they I'm don't gonna, know I'm how to host navigate this the roller coaster. Brendan was saying, uh, "What?" Uh, <laughs> that uh, what happened to Cat Williams? Cat what Williams and Eddie Griffin, Griffin seem to have a very to Martin uh, Lawrence and Martin Lawrence, and then you have Professor Griff from uh, Public, Public Enemy. Enemy. But he went different. He went right. Ra- he got radicalized. But he's all got, and you, you even hear from like Chappelle on that uh, Inside the Actor Studio, where it's like young black. Yeah. When young black guys get successful, they're targeted by somebody. Um, and I think your Philadelphia is coming out. I could see how he would think well, that. I could see how he would think AIDS that. Way? It's way more Racism. likely. Racism. It's side. it's way more likely that there's no profit to be made by holding them back, and more moreover, there's more profit to be made by propping them up. I doubt. Highly doubt that someone's going to spend money to try to tank them. I think quite yeah. the opposite. They would spend money to medicate them, to prop them up, to get them shrinks, to get them a handler. But if you're not going to put a driver, on the dress, though, if you're for, not going to what? Like if they're not going to yeah, put but on. See, do what they say. I, but my, here's the thing. That's a pro, that's Eleanor a trick. Eleanor wants to talk. I agree with Joe in a way. And that's not to shit on you. Not, no, you're I'm not. not I'm regular. just here, <laughs> here's what to do with it. Eleanor, what you do is you go. Shut Joe up. has a good point, and then Joe shuts the fuck up because ego. Oh, he's gonna. Like they're talking like about me. There's a. Fuck, <laughs> oh, there's such Bill, a psychology. I just had a point. I just wanted to you get it out. That's all I had. I understand what you're saying. Powerful Doug Eddie Stanhope. and Martin were repped by both by my first ex fiance. So I'm very. They did mm. try very hard yeah. to keep get them Joe a in drink. uniform. Keep them out there. Keep oh, them working. No, so, so. What, Doug? Remember we were what working. Are you drinking? All right. Sorry. <laughs> Doug is yelling Should at I his get my manager. on? What the fuck? I was also I was also saying that like ninety percent for comedic effect, saying that Professor Griff was right. (laughs) But you would never think that the government is really trying to sabotage young black guys that are no. I mean not systematically or or whatever. I mean I I I would think that if there's somebody who could really change the world, the government would like. I maybe John Lennon was shot by somebody. Did you see season three of Martin? Yes. No. I, don't, I mean, dude. I don't know. I was like in high school. When it I'm was a shenanay so. on that. Right? That, was yo, that? that's that like dude. He could have done it. He could have done it. They didn't, they didn't want it. That was his fucking he had a powerful message. <laughs> but, he had but a powerful Cat, message of imagination. But Cat Williams went really crazy because now he's basically he's famous. Fighting high school kids. He, yeah, he's the guy who's getting knocked out by high school kids on YouTube. Well, let's just, you're disparaging Cat's name, so and, let's back and, up here. He I saw that. He didn't even get choked out. He got out-wrestled. That's all. And, oh, yeah. and, <laughs> and, and, and I'm pretty sure it was a junior high. <laughs> I think you're right. Cat. No, he's, he's 15. Yeah. The kid Smart. is 15. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Allegedly. Someone said 17. Someone said it's a lie. It's actually 17. Either way. It's a tough fall. Either way. If a 17-year-old fucks you up, for real. Shank is crushing it. Why is a 17-year-old and you in a fight? Yeah, why, why are you in that situation? Why are you at a high school, Cat Williams? Let's start from square one. I don't think one. he was. I think he was at the projects, and this kid was a high school wrestler. He was right? doing some kind of... Uh, I th- no, it was a school thing. Yeah, it was a charity. Thing. I don't even research it at all, and I'm willing to argue with you. This is the view now. 
We're just a bunch of fucking gossiping cunts. Like, no, no, what I heard. I was realizing while I was saying, nah, dude, I think it was at the projects. I didn't even, I, I might have seen something on someone else's computer. Yeah. <laughs> like, what's going on over there? Why is Cat Williams fighting? I half watched the Twitter link. He's just laying down against a wall and some ah. kids are being dicks. Have you ever had a fight with a teenager as an adult? No, there. no, no. I, I, I stay away from teenagers. Did you ever have a fight? By law. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever have a fight? In, like, yeah, I, I, had, fight I had a one fight. It's a long story. Uh, but That's all it, right. We it, got time. It, it, it was fight story. So she won't go up it tonight. Was, it was an improv. Eleanor Kerrigan, she's Did, here all week. <laughs> see, see how my nose is caved in on this side? Uh-huh. That was a Tempe improv waiter. Oh, and I deserved it. Oh, shit. He punched you in the head? Really? Yeah, I, 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 but I was asking for it. What'd you do? I'm he said, to will you please punch me? I with his girlfriend in front of him as they dropped me off at the condo. <sighs> I thought she might want to fuck me. Hmm. I, I think it's funny that you think getting punched in the head is being in a fight. <laughs> 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 I, I, also, I, I headbutted the guy first. All right, all right. Now, I also think it's funny that he, he said it's a long story, and that was by far the most direct short story. You were a really good before. editor, dude. Your stories are fucking awesome. You I have that Alaska. I got beat up in Alaska. I almost got. No, but but let's, let's before we move on to a new that. story, let's figure out what the fuck happened over here, folks. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Douglas, why this? Uh, why did you? Uh, why were you convinced that? Thank you. Why were you convinced that uh, it was going to happen with you and the girl? The, Maybe the, she was sending some weird signals because she likes fights. No, she she was sending weird signals like, uh, if I fuck you, would you tell tell stories in the morning? We were at some eighties fucking dance thing She's and after a. Yeah. It's a fucking long story. She's a rabble rouser. It's a, she's a dirty yeah. girl. It's a, it's, this is 1995. <clears throat> so if she, I, dirty girls. I met a girl at a show in Anchorage, Alaska, <laughs> and she uh, she came to our show. I was there with Renazizi, and then she's like, hey, we should get out of here. I'm just like, yeah, this is great. She's like, let's stop at this other bar first, and then we'll go. I'm like, okay. We walk in the other bar and immediately just see three or four dudes much larger than myself oh, all get up, and I was no. like, Oh, this is first good. of all. Are these black guys? Because the That's way the, the way <laughs> the way your nope. countenance just yeah. went three or four guys. No, they were they were white dudes. They were they were snowmobilers. Yeah, they were. And do. one of them was the boyfriend of the girl I was with. Oh, of course, and she very clearly was just trying to get a fight going. Mm. And security broke us up. Security's like real hardcore there. Where it's like, if you get in a fight at a bar, then you get banned from going to bars for like a year. Yeah, because dudes have whaling knives on yeah. their fucking belts. <laughs> and they took That's me. It's a terrible place to get in a fight. He escorted me. <laughs> security escorted me to the back door, and they were pushing the other guys towards the front door. And he took me to the back, and he opened the door, and he said, uh, I can't do anything once you're outside of the bar. So if I were you, I would run. <laughs> and I just walked out. It was January. So f- covered in snow and ice, and I was running like the four minute mile. And was anybody behind you running after you? No, because they would have had to go all the way around the buildings to oh. get to where I was. So they didn't know you were running away. I mean, uh, they probably assumed oh. any one of these guys That's could have so kicked scary. my ass alone. Well, the problem is, it's like they feel like 
especially when they're drunk, that they have the right to do that because you show up with their girl. girl. Yeah. Like, how the fuck could you have known, you know? Yeah, I'm, I'm literally thinking she just wants to do another drink to think I'm a little more attractive. How does, how does it... But see, I put it on the guy. How many drinks? <laughs> the guy should know. At this point. A guy should know what kind of fucking crazy bitch he's dating if she does shit like that. Yeah. And if you know that that's what you're doing, you're hanging out with a girl who's that fucking crazy... And it's it's supposed to be on but you. But he might like it too. Like yeah. he might like fighting, and it's like yeah. uh, well, he might be just too dumb. I'm going. It's like that wolf yeah, that they send I've out. A, to I've been in a fuckload of drunken fights, and you guys are way overanalyzing <laughs> drunken fights. There's not a lot of logic involved. Like, like, I don't think I like. Welcome that yeah, to my right world. Now. Yeah, there's Punch. not. Dude, I can't even watch children's cartoons without finding the hitting meaning. <laughs> I'm an asshole. Did you say you had Brendan? You had a fight in Alaska. <laughs> I mean, I got like kind of beat up in Alaska. <laughs> But it was. How do you get kind of? Well, it was. This is. I mean, I got my ass kicked in Philly a bunch of times. But uh, tell the story, but don't let me forget to tell the uh, yours Sioux Falls, South Dakota story. Oh yeah, because that's a fucking genius (laughs) story. All right. Well, the Alaska one and Becker. Yeah, Sioux Falls. This one is Anchorage. Tell your Anchorage. 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 Forget to do. Yeah, all right. So Anchorage slow dance. was, uh, yeah, I tried to dance. Uh, I was funny dancing in Sioux Falls. We could probably. All right, let's just, let's, 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 let's do that up. first. Yeah. <laughs> let's go to Sioux Falls. Sioux Falls. I come in to do a one night show. He's he's done the week and I'm doing a Sunday or something. Yeah. So he, he comes in and tells me about Saturday. I'm doing the Sunday Saturday night, you go out after with the uh, staff yeah. to a dance club in Sioux Falls, which is a real you, shit you can dance that. club. Yeah, yeah. Mm. so go hottest ahead. club Bunch of in assholes. Well, you might have to refresh me. I mean, I remember the ins and outs. Like we go, and I was funny dancing. What's on the dance? okay, what are you doing like yeah. dances I made. Yeah, up? you got to like, define that, dude. Fucking, like I'm just like, stripping. He didn't. No, no. I could do the dance for you, but it, yeah. this is a podcast. You're you trying to dance. It's, it's there's a lot of clapping under the legs and saluting and, and like I it's a dance that I made up. Saluting, the whole thing where you have your hand behind your back like you're on the Family Feud, fast fingers, and so a slow dance. And, a, 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 and he talks to some towny girl and says, Hey, do you want to slow dance? Yeah. And she goes, She insulted. She was really mean to me. She was like, I'd, I'd rather kill myself. Yeah, you fuck. fucking piece of shit. You fucking that, that asshole. I mean, she likes you, dude. Like well, well, he didn't take it like that. You gotta, so well, you gotta pretend like you're in a movie. I had a pint of beer in my hand. <laughs> oh. And so I just. Splooshed it in her face. Yes. This is. I know. Yes. So totally. Beat you up? Totally uh, different movie. And then it hit. It hit other people. (laughs) And then this guy. So then this guy, uh, so then this big, like, you know, uh, Sioux Falls type of fellow. Sioux Falls type of guy gets up in my face and is like, he says something like, you just threw a drink in a girl's face or whatever. And I said, yeah. Mr. Chivalry. And he like gets up like he wants to well, fight, he and was I go saying it jokingly. Hey, do you want to slow dance? Right. To, he, he made a joke that she didn't get, and she if fucking insulted. It was a bad. Listen, in hindsight, 
it was, you know, I'm like, well, girls throw drinks in guys' faces in movies all the time. And it was just one of those split that second. Was one of the best quotes ever uttered on a podcast. <laughs> if we're all equal in this society, I just, you know, listen, it was a split section, a like split second, like what's the funniest? I, I okay, I have uh, most of a beer. <laughs> Sploosh. Hits a guy, oh my and then God. he gets up and gets in my face, and I said, "Don't bow up on me, you fucking hayseed!" Oh my God! Smart. And then I just got grabbed by—I mean, I didn't get all the my, staff like, drags him out. You're gonna get killed. The staff oh that brought God. him there. Were you hammered? I mean, yeah, of course. I mean, I wouldn't do that as like a sober person. Yeah. I heard this That's story. So scary to me. I heard this story the next morning when I came in to play this Sunday, and he was like so reticent and and like I, I, I shouldn't have done that. I can't fight at all. <laughs> I could have got killed. I don't know why I did this. Oh. It was. It was that morning after shame. Ugh. He wasn't celebrating the story. Well, the other kids that were with me were just kind of like, Jesus, thank God we got out of there. Like, you know, <laughs> I put other people in jeopardy with my you antics. Know, did you know who's like that? Who was like that when he was younger is Bobby Lee. Bobby Lee almost got got us killed in a strip club in San Diego in like 1996. We were down there. We're doing La Jolla. We were doing La Jolla Comedy Store, and I met Bobby Lee. And was he like opening? Like he was young? No, nah, he was like just starting out. He was like working. He was working there. He was working there. And so we went to this strip club, and there were these real legit gangbangers with long, silky combed hair. I mean, long hair that like went down to their pockets, mm. right? And Beautiful. this dude had tattoos on his face. And he was talking to this girl, Something and Bobby Lee's like, "Ooh, that girl's really pretty. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go fucking hit on her." Uh. And he, he goes over to this girl while she's with all these gangbangers, and apparently one of these gangbangers was the boyfriend of this girl. So he stood up, and I looked at him, and I looked at Bobby, and there's a feeling that you get when you know someone yeah. either has killed someone or is ready to kill someone yeah. or has thought me. about killing someone. There's Shank. some people that have. There's some people with tattoos in their face in the 90s. Yeah. And those people were scary fucking people. It's not like tattoos, rappers today yeah. and white guys have tattoos all over the place in their face. Yeah. Try to fit in. This is a rare thing. And I and I, I jumped up and I think I don't forget who was with me, but I go, We're going. We're going right now. Yeah. And Bobby Lee's like, Where the fuck are you guys going? Just relax. These guys are pussies. And I go, fuck you. I go, we're getting out of here right now. <laughs> and I and I grabbed everybody and I ran. I ran to my car in the parking lot and jumped in. And as we're pulling away, they the the door opened and these guys stepped out. <gasps> And Bobby Lee's like, those guys are pussies. We're going to do shit. I'm like, oh, All my of a sudden, God. He <laughs> crazy what fuck. What he do? He doesn't have Bobby Lee got, you ever hear, he got straight crazy for a while. Like yeah. pills. That's when he was on He was out of his yeah. mind. I, yeah. I call this Joe Rogan syndrome, where if you're around Joe Rogan, you have a lot of you fucking suddenly feel balls. Stronger. Yeah. <laughs> and you Dude. talk shit. Yeah. He'll take care of it. I, in high school, I had a friend who was like six, seven, and just jacked. And it was Listen, just like, I'd be, I was running. Wait, he was off. like six to seven years old? Or? <laughs> bah, he likes little kids. <laughs> they good just got a paid regular. We do the, they love stories. We do the opposite in Bisbee with. Chad Shank, like Chad Shank, always wants to like snap. He looks angry. Like, like no, no. Chad, he's he's labeling you right now. He's defining I you. 
I didn't know fight stories were fun. I got like 40 of them if we want to talk about on the podcast whenever we get home. I, did, I thought they were boring to everybody else who wasn't Listen, involved. The, the rest of us aren't, aren't apparently fighting for real because all of our fight stories look on your face is like, what are we talking about here? Well, this is like yeah. a now, if this was like a really well produced show, all they would splice in the music to everybody was kung fu fighting. If you give this to if you give this to Chaley, he will overproduce it. <laughs> you guys have the best produced podcast because it just starts. You know, and that's really, I should probably start Doug's mine just starting. Like, no, Doug's not. You're like halfway through dare you. you. Yours is okay. <laughs> but Doug's like, is it, a, yeah, it's on. And then the, you guys just roll. But that's good. That's, that's, that's perfect. Organic. That's how exactly. ours usually rolls too, because I don't know how to yeah. start it ever. So it's perfect. I just turn it on and then someone's like, are we going? I'm like, yeah, yeah, we've been going for two minutes. Rick Ingram, can I ask you a question? Sure. At all your years at the comedy store, don't you feel like this is a weird time? Like this, this, this place it's, is very- It's very bizarre because- I spent a decade here basically alone in terms of like the crowd was like would max out at like 70 on like yeah. a great weekend night. There's a lot of times I did main room shows where there's like 40 people in there and now it's basically sold out every weekend. And it's like we were saying I was yeah. talking to Mark Marin earlier and it's like the crowds here are great now, but it's impossible to find somewhere to hang out with. Just a thousand people running into you out on the patio. Well, that's why the comic bar is the best. Yeah. It's great. That little backstage bar is and Carrie Mitchell and oh, Carrie Mitchell. Praise her name. Carrie <laughs> when Carrie Mitchell came out here, I go the only place that you should be working. She's as a drunk, the only person that you give any uh, uh, credit to your bartender is the most important person and she is the best bartender and this is the bar and she actually got a fucking job here and it's fantastic and she got accepted like that immediately because she's so legit she's so legit everybody went oh okay come on in it's like a comic you Uh don't give your fucking hey hire this guy you're 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 very uh specific when you give your word on a comic. 100%. Yeah. A yeah. bartender, I'm the same way. Carrie Mitchell, ask for her by name yep. when you come to the comedy store. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Well, she got the instant Doug Stanhope pass because she told me she was friends with you, but then she was just so cool. I was like, she got the, she's so nice. She's so nice. Oh, yeah. He, yeah. he does side splitters. How did still. everyone know her? Well, I'll tell you what, man. The staff uh, here has always been awesome. Tampa, it's always been Peoria. awesome. Yeah, yeah, she's been around. Something we can't talk about in South Dakota. <laughs> yeah. The staff here has always been fucking awesome. <laughs> she had awesome. a beer, <laughs> she had a beer yes. thrown in her face, from what I understand, in <laughs> yeah. South Dakota. There's like a Rick guy Ingram, silly dancing. Like, the, as far as like, the staff here, other than Tommy, the staff here has always been fucking amazing. Well, because yeah. it's yeah. always been a bizarre... Yeah. We always say it's like the land of misfit toys. Yeah. We always there, don't fit in anywhere, there were, but we fit in at the There store. were the dead years, and this is a Bisbee reference, where Bisbee... Has where I live in Arizona, they have the ghost tour because they have nothing else to oh, offer, yeah. and that's the dead years of the comedy store is when oh there's it's haunted right. Well, that, like, that's mostly we got nothing to else. Too, so. Yeah, oh, scare the girl. <laughs> Sorry. Well, there was a period like when I got here in '94, from like '94 to '98, it was dark. Oh. 
It I was know, we ugly. It was ugly. No would, one worked. The main the main room was never open. It was, it was never open. It was it was there. There was a comedy boom in the eighties, and something happened in the nineties where it dropped. It dropped off so hard at the store. I don't know what it was, and it might have corresponded with Mitzi's health decline. Um, it might have no, been that. <clears throat> later, her decline, but the I think the big thing was it was just like Louis just Louis C.K. couldn't get past here, so it was madness. <laughs> She did. It was how magical. magical. <laughs> how magical. If anybody's looking to buy a new car, Al Magical is in the house. How rude. He's got a guy. What's up, buddy? No. Okay, Not rude at all. Al will fucking. I've, I've always said this, and I've said this to Al, too. Are you going up right now? Is this the longest podcast check. ever? Okay. And I have to piss real soon. That's fun, dude. Rick, what time are we at? Shut it down, guys. Just yeah, yeah. I have to take a leak. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, but that wasn't a, that wasn't a slam on Al. It's no, Al. No, no, no. I've said right. if Al will return your call. Minutes. If you if Eight you call minutes. Al about a show business thing, if you have somebody call him, like you can do a test. Have somebody call Al like, hey, I have this show that I want you to do a part on, and then you call him and say, hey, I need a new deck built in my backyard. He'll call the deck guy back first. Because Al loves to fucking hook people up with a guy to build a deck or help I'm you. The, I'm the guy who's got a guy. Yeah. Isn't and that that's an important it. part of camaraderie? I, I really enjoy finding You're people. You're the Ray Donovan of decks. <laughs> <laughs> I fix people's like problems under ten thousand dollars. That's hilarious. <laughs> that's hilarious. That's your cap. Ten thousand. That's, that's so it. funny. Joe Rogan, Chad Shank, Brett, uh, Brendan Walsh. Al Madrigal and Nancy Kerrigan. Little <laughs> <laughs> shit. Is that was that signing off? You were just saying. No, no, no. no, no. Like, we don't have to sign off. We have off. seven minutes left. We'll make it. A we can do whatever the fuck we want. We don't have to do seven minutes. We can keep this thing going. Yeah, we could. But why not? Why does everybody want to make these things an hour? Yeah. Um, well, because uh, I, I have people upstairs. Oh, okay, we'll make Jesse it. We're gonna, yeah, we got, just texted me. Okay. Attention span. We'll make it. The greatest thing about them is they can be anytime. Yeah, you want. anytime. Right. Like we just wandered down here. I've never even been in this basement before. No. Have you seen some of the shit that's down here? I'm scared. Where are you going? Oh, I'm, I'm taking a mic. I feel Walsh. weird. Now, now, now we have now less we have people talking podcast. over like each other. I like when you're close to me. Now I can look. Now I can look at your face. Your head is bloated from uh, human growth hormones. Mine is bloated testosterone. From... I think mostly. Either way, yeah. mine's mine's alcohol. Yours is. Uh... It's also like lifting heavy shit. Have you been? There's something about. Uh, a lot I do it a lot. It's yeah, it's not that bad. What it does is it. Um, you, you get used to it. So if you do it like three or four days in a row, like after a while, your body gets accustomed to it. What does it do for you? I don't understand. Produce norepinephrine, which okay. is a, uh, a neuroco neurochemical that okay. uh, makes you happy. It also reduces inflammation, like inflammatory bodies in the blood. It re reduces all that shit. Oh. Isn't that redundant since you already smoke weed? No, no, no. It's, on, like, a, it's, yeah, a, it's on this like molecular it. level, oh. apparently. What happens is your body freaks the fuck out because it thinks it's going to die. Because you're in this 250 degree below zero tank. You walk into this room and you shut the door and it's like a like a like a freezer and you're standing there. It's 250 degrees below zero and you do it for three minutes. And when you do it, your body produces what's called cold shock proteins and cold shock proteins attack inflammation. It's literally like your body starts shutting down. It freaks out and so it mass produces this like pan.
panic hormone and these growth shock proteins and all this stuff accelerates like tissue healing in the body and it makes you feel better. Like you got like literally like your mind feels better when you get out of there. Okay. I feel. (laughs) I think it's comedy store podcast. This is the comedy store. podcast. Someone asked me a question, Douglas. (laughs) He took it out. Joe told me what changed. Right, he told me to take vitamin D, and I did that because I was tired in the afternoon. I, feel, I change your life. I feel better. I guess. More than seventy-five percent of Americans are deficient in vitamin yeah. D because we're not outside, and it's one of the ways your body produces it. But another way your body produces animal proteins, but you can get it in a supplement form, and it's very important. Or to you take. could move to Bisbee, Arizona, that works too. where you're out in the sun all the time. Unless you're a fucking mole and you like to go deep, 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 deep underground. The fucking New York City. I was there. Like you don't see the sun at all. Right. New oh. York City. The, oh, they're so the yeah. grayest. Yeah. Fucking every what what you would imagine as a writer. They're they're gray, hunched people. How could you live in that fucking awful place? You know what it is. It has an attachment of of romanticism to it. So when you move to a place like that, or if you move to Paris, it is, but it isn't. See, if you believe in it, then it is, but you're too smart for it. So it isn't, it's like placebos and like faith healers, like they can work, but you got to believe in them. But the fucking catch 22 is you're too fucking smart to believe in them. So they'll never work. Like like, AA or religion. (laughs) Yeah. Close. Yeah. It's in the, it's in the ballpark. Yeah. If you, if you believe in it, it works, but fucking no sun and yeah. It's bullshit. So it's a good place to hang out if you have like billions of dollars. You fly in, you stay in your penthouse apartment, and then you jet. Or how do we get Chad Shank in a comedy? That's what I want to talk Chad about. Chad Shank's already in comedy. He's, he's here right now. I know. There's baby steps. Well, I'm not a, baby I'm not steps a on the road of sobriety. But we can get you a showcase here. You got a phone call coming in. Are you a Doug's handler? Um, Who's calling? No, Is it Johnny I'm Depp? Host. I'm the, I'm the it's, co-host it's of the Shawcroft. You're... Shawcroft, you're on the. Hang on, Lynn Shawcroft is on the uh, Comedy Store podcast live on speakerphone. We're in the basement. How'd you know? I I never knew there was a basement. (laughs) You called me. All right, uh, Brian Hennigan is coming to get you. Just just be by the back toilets by the OR. That sounds terrible. Tell her the established rule is no gay shit. We're smoking in the basement. Just look for Hennigan. Bye. Okay. Bye. Fucking Shawcroft is so fucking funny as a person. She's a fucking nightmare. She's very bright. I was on the road with uh, Shaylee and Mitch and Lynn, and they would lose everything constantly. So they would. uh, (laughs) She she came to me one night, and and this is one morning we woke up in Seattle, and I was just standing there, and she walks up, and I was explaining to other people how they kept losing stuff. And she walked up, and she goes, We can't find the camera. And all right. So just on cue, like if somebody cued her, and then she walked away and then came back and she goes, oh, we also lost the RV. <laughs> that was Chaley driving the RV. Yeah, I was in that. I strapped oh, myself yeah, yeah, in. Yeah, I heard about that. This is such a good story. lost the RV. 
Oh Secondary. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly that's <laughs> the secondary thing. Oh, oh shit. Oh, so yeah, funny. but you're right. She has a look and she goes. The fucking camera. They're worried about the camera before the RV. Oh, yeah. <laughs> By the way, our way out of here is gone. <laughs> we don't have a place to sleep anymore. Fuck. So, uh, yeah, I guess this podcast will go on. Holy oh, shit. No, uh, we can end it. We can end it. We're at 59. No, fuck it. Shawcroft's yeah, coming down. Yeah, it's just coming down. We, we, yeah. will, we will soldier Shawcroft, on. for the listener, uh, Mitch Hedberg, if you don't know Mitch Hedberg, first of all, you're an asshole. Oh, don't say and that. And second of all, it's because some shit Shawcroft is uh, lackadaisical about putting out his life work. Let's not give her shit about that. No, yeah, it's I will. just uh, yeah. Well, you could do that privately. <laughs> I do it all the time. <laughs> yeah, but that's you, you, yeah, that's the way to do now, it. And, and well, she, it's not. She's not here, so we're just talking shit about her behind her back. That's she currently <laughs> dates uh, very funny John Dora, who's one of the funniest. Yeah, well, don't be putting oh. up who she's fucking after Mitch's <laughs> rest his peace. Uh, last they week, were, rest his soul, were, bless his soul. You were here. Bless his heart. I was talking to you. <laughs> Last you even week. know how to do it. I don't know that. It, I don't know how to do it either. But I don't know if that's right. <laughs> Brendan Walsh, who doesn't get sets here for some reason, even though he's the most either. brilliant fucking comic yeah. I know. Uh, he went up that night. We were talking in the parking lot. Yeah. You gotta move here. There's a new scene. Yeah. You're fucking all over me. What I didn't know at that time. He went up while we're talking in the parking lot, me and Joe Rogan. He went up as John Doerr. Yeah. And did a set doing John Doerr's material. <laughs> and they lit him up. Yeah, he did it last week. Fucking Brandon. He's so silly. He's awesome. fucking great. That's good. He's so silly. I start you taking. complaining about that. Yeah. Like, you didn't see, I swear <laughs> to God, I'm like, wait, Brendan Wall, he's terrific. He's a great comic, but I didn't know all that. He's just crazy. Brendan's crazy. He's fucking great. Well, That's he's hilarious. really funny. He's really funny. He's really funny. He's really smart. But like when he's talking about the, the thing about throwing the beer in the girl's face, like oh he has God. this impulsiveness to him that he almost yeah. doesn't know how to, how to no, wrap up all the time. He really, I mean, he's done some of the best pranks like in the Silver Lake gun store, he there was a bar <laughs> BJ's, and he went and bought a huge he, he bought a huge banner and they said, always sell coming soon. It's going to be Silver Lake. Silver Lake, if you don't know, is this community in Los Angeles, very like liberal, pretentious, like just uh, you know. Whole Foods, they're protesting because it's a Whole Foods 365, which oh, is yeah. a discounted Whole Foods. And the people in that neighborhood are protesting it, saying that we can afford the real one. And uh, yes. we, so, we don't want your Whole Foods but, cast yeah, yeah, yeah. off. Exactly. Right. <laughs> hey, let me. Let, uh, there was a cell phone billboard on I 10 for whatever cell company. And there's a picture of a cell phone on the thing. Brennan Walsh figures out the the, uh, the the measurements, goes up in the middle of the night, has basically a fat head of because it's a, a cell yeah. phone, but it's blank in the so he puts the text message in the cell phone on the billboard saying, Your father passed away, and the reply, OMG. <laughs> <laughs> he crawled up, he made this shit. 
Yeah. My favorite one was an he, early one. It was uh, <clears throat> Top Chef DC, and it was everybody standing in the arcade, and he uh, put, took a picture and got like a fathead made at Kinko's of himself. of himself with a little chef outfit with a pot and a spoon, just stirring it up, <laughs> but he didn't get the measurements just right, so the guy was really miniature. He's like one-eighth the size. They, they have the America's Top Chef and all the contestants, <laughs> 10 <laughs> contestants, so he gets a fathead made of himself, like one-eighth of the size, and goes up with but, Lynn Shawcroft, who's coming risking on the his life, like risking his life above this fucking 7-Eleven, because yeah. it's not easy to climb up on those things. He, yeah, he has a really... Okay, go ahead. Climbs barbed wire to put himself aside the other oh, 10 contestants. He's, he's so crazy. He's, he's a legit man. maniac. Yeah. Here's another one that he did that's his one that he did that's super subtle. He put up a sign for Whole Foods coming soon in Los Feliz. Yeah. And everybody went crazy. People they all went honking. crazy. They were honking when he was putting it up, like, yeah, giving them. They were so up. excited. <laughs> yeah. They were so excited. And it wasn't real. He just thought it'd be funny to fuck with these people because they wanted a Whole Foods. They're so crazy <laughs> over there. They it's so dumb. He came to He's an internet troll in real life. <laughs> in real life. He's a really good troll. It's a really good move. He comes out. He came to Bisbee, unlike Joe Rogan. Oh, I keep oh, saying Lynn Shawcroft. Hey, hey. Lynn. Come on in, Lynn. You know what? I'm probably going up any second now. So. <laughs> Shit. Hi. Yeah, Joe, it's 20 after. He, he, uh, Brendan Walsh came to Bisbee, and he put up signs all over my neighborhood in a residential area, and it was a hand-drawn sign that said "Lost Comb Lost," and it was a hand-drawn comb with teeth missing. You're good. This is my comb. I lost it. I I need it. I use it to comb my hair. If you've seen this comb, there was people in Bisbee looking for that comb. Just he just walked around stapling it to telephone poles around my house. Posters or images of the comb. We were just talking about when you helped him put up the uh, the America's Top Chef, Brendan Walsh. You were oh, part of yes, that. Oh, yes, yes. You helped him John with Dorr went up like on levels of buildings and I saw glasses. them walking across. Oh. <laughs> hey, listen, are you going to do good up there? I'm going to troll. You fucking do it. Do it, <laughs> Joe. Do it. Uh, Lynn Shawcroft. Thank Bonjour. you for introducing Hi, I don't know you. I'm Eleanor. Carrigan. Hey, Eleanor. Not my Nancy. name is Eleanor. Lynn. No middle name. Chakra. Oh, nice. From Canada. <laughs> Do you know Chad Shank? No, I'm I'm Chad Shank. I know Chad Shank. Like you know what I mean? Um, Since we're sharing, it's my co-host. I'm gonna on take my off podcast. you guys. I have He's a, a busy guy. I'll see you later. Whoa, 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 whoa. Al, Wait we a love you. Second? Al Madrigal, ladies and gentlemen, Al making an exit. Al, why are you leaving? Yeah, Al. Oh, you sure you don't want to talk about that Vice interview we both did? Uh oh. A vice. All right then. How was it for you? It was good. They were in my home as usual. I have no one to protect me. I gave <gasps> him a fucking a pair of Mitch's underwear. Fucking chip chop. Interview over. Yeah. I like your jacket. <laughs> Wait, uh, can I ask more about that? Bye, Al. Yeah. Um, yeah. Before Al leaves, oh, hey, please know this: hey, look, Al's got some coin. He's got. Now some we're coin? not all talking over each other. Okay. You should put. All right. There you go. Hey, come on in. Come on. Bingo. Yeah. 
Come on, here's if, if you're delivering, I'll take another. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, give hey. it up for her. Carrie in the house. Cherry Let me buy Mitchell. a round. Mitchell, uh, I know you're. You're on the podcast. You've got the pressure. Every, everyone's yahooing about introduce Carrie Mitchell. Yeah, but you've got again, the pressure. Like, Carrie Mitchell. so excited to introduce you. We were just talking when about When you move to town, I go, there's only one place <laughs> for you. There's only one Because your place. bartender is your best friend. And you are the best bartender I've ever known. I love it. Oh my God. Where Alliteration. Can you work is a hot mess. Um, right here. At the I know you as a friend. Comedy. But if you but bring a round of, of delight sauce, I'll give you um, my new credit card that I just got. Sweet. Two days ago in the mail, because you. you lost your last one. It's Did not really like that. It? It's not like that. Hang on, hang on. Let, let, let's. Uh, yeah, Jack Coke is fine. Uh, we were just talking about you saying, "Oh, we lost our camera. <laughs> oh, and we also lost our RV." Oh yeah. Did you? It's not quite like losing the RV. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa where do we put it? And I, it seems like on but paper, the camera was the not, precedent. Yeah, yeah. it's <laughs> on paper. It doesn't seem like you wouldn't know where your RV is. But put that paper on like a Tuesday, flip back to a Thursday. You you can lose a fucking motorhome anyway. Drop can. a bunch of blotter acid yeah. on that paper. Yes. <laughs> I've lost I've lost some things. Mm-hmm. Never a motorhome, but <laughs> they had a van they left at Phoenix Airport. Oh. We left a van because we lived in the mountains. We had to fly out of Ontario, California, rather than the LAX. And we fly out of Ontario. There's not a lot of non-stops. There's yeah. layovers, and the layovers were always Phoenix. So we had our van there, going on five months. No way. Yeah, because we drove to a gig there, and then we didn't have time to like drive it back. So it was there, and we'd like go in and tuck in there and be like, "Is there any drugs in here?" Oh. I remember this let's have a nap then we had to take the van out and i was like mitch just tell them we were there for two weeks and mitch was like since when did we have to lie about so we told them four months which is a lie and the lady goes god damn thank you for being honest we didn't have your chit and so like i don't know if you've ever seen a face melt down in complete depression it was me and like mitch just paid it was like over three thousand dollars which he only paid two thousand but those are the things that get me wait you know i I thought that van was still there after mitch died well we got back in the same place you know um, (laughs) we we bought we bought it out different same fan same airport different circumstance but when Mitch died, it was still there, and they called Mitch's parents, and they're like, he's dead, and they got rid of it. Meanwhile, there was, like, so many pictures and videos, and we made Christmas cards with a black baby. What? They didn't clean it out for you? I don't know, because oh. the number attached to it went to Mitch's parents. I think they were so grief-struck. <laughs> and mm, I just told this story, yeah. Sorry. and I didn't remember it, but... Uh, Lynn Shawcroft, Justine Bateman emailed me (laughs) and she goes, Hey, I'm a huge fan. And I go, this is several years ago. Justine Bateman. I I just had to tell this story because someone brought it up. We put on your next CD on my book tour, digging up mother. 
Buy it on Amazon. Yes. Oh, there you go. Buy the buy. I bought it. I didn't read it yet, but I have it. And I'm going to have it. It's an actual book. You might hear that more than once along no, the way. No, I just yeah. bought it yesterday. It's so, so I've good. Been working a lot. So, so Shawcroft is on a no carb diet. So I was chubby. I was trying to get back in the game. Of beer. Okay. And Choices. Justine Bateman comes to this show. Garrett Morris had a, a club downtown oh, yeah. LA. I used to perform. Yeah, I know that. So, club. yeah, yeah. We're doing it. Garrett Morris, fuck, yeah. He's always it, there. He's great. Do you know who He's came to that show um, who loved you at that point is the guy who came up with Humble Brag. Um, Humble Brag. Why is that? Humble Brag. The guy who wrote a diary. Yes, yeah. Yes, he um, passed um, away. Yes. Yes. Uh, you would know. Anyway, continue on. I'll do it. I'll Google it. Thank you very much, ma'am. Thank you. So she's drinking, Shawcroft is drinking vodka at the same rate she would drink beer. So she's hammered. There's a, we do a show. It's like 1030 at night. And, <laughs> and Bingo is drinking. Bingo's here too. Bingo, uh, say hello. 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 Yeah. She's she back. She doesn't like the yeah. They show up. I have to meet. Justine Bateman and I'm I'm starstruck by yeah this was just for the beginning when I'm like people are coming Chad Shank being here in LA but you're like oh. Ma- you're like Mallory's that coming. makes zero sense <laughs> yeah, let's yeah. go back to the story the point being I, I'm I, I'm trying to be like a guy and uh and the two of these fucking drunken cunts come down. Oh. They're just. They're, they're, but I didn't know. I thought I was spreading the word. We're like on each other's. And it's ten thirty, and out. it's Justine Bateman and some producer who produced Last Comic Standing that I did the fucking. Uh, the the presentation pilot for do you remember me no you're a suit i don't but i'm trying to be polite and they come down just recklessly fucked up at 10:30 at night no we came to both shows but because it wasn't beer i was getting vodka and because, because i was hanging out with you like diet coke because yeah i was trying to lose the a few no yeah. carb diet yeah. she's just drinking vodka oh. and she's <laughs> spillingly drunk at some point they have the pizza you know how the I can tell you were annoyed. Put the pizza on a, a like <laughs> with the fire underneath yeah, the little stain. sterno. Yeah. Yeah. She knocks it over. <laughs> their leftover pizza, and then she's crawling on the floor Underneath on the all. Table. This is after the show. Pizza and 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 Justine Bateman was great. She's like taking it and just flicking her shit because she knows they're too drunk to. <laughs> Right. Understand. By the way, and Justine, sitting, that's not very nice. <laughs> uh, and and, and uh, I'm just but of being course, polite. Well played. At some point, I go. Eh, it's best if we just go to the room and try to find blow. <laughs> yeah, <there you> <laughs> anyway, it's always best. The, now you're the, thinking. The, the but you got mo- rid of me. I went to my room. The next morning, I think I fucked you that night with bingo. No, no, no. Cut that out. No. No. <laughs> But I'm not real good at editing, so keep going. To be continued. Rewind. <laughs> the next morning. I'm not trying to say anything, but like when morning. a girl's black out on vodka, that's when I really fucking make it happen. Rape. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Rape. Yes. Uh, do you think I wasn't blacked out? <laughs> yeah. Point being, the next morning, Shawcroft calls. Did I make an asshole out of myself with that uh, Mallory girl from Family yeah. Ties? 
I go, you were fucking yelling, you don't know what love really means. And then you were crawling on all fours, eating their leftover pizza off the floor. And without any kind of irony, she goes, I ate pizza? I'm not supposed to have carbs. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, I ate carbs? Like, that's oh, that's meeting someone my famous is Trump's like, yeah. Did you enjoy Justine Bateman? Was she, she was cool. She was great. She was going she, she, But she's like she been a beautiful funny. icon yeah. for years, right? Yeah. That's when you were just in your first early stages and of she was uh, people yeah, loving had a huge it. eating disorder. Oh shit. So yeah, no, she was like uh, so she anorexic. Was, so double whammy. She, she would she would understand the yeah. the joke where oh fuck, I ate carbs. <laughs> oh my god, fifty two ounces of vodka. Oh my god, I ate crust. Like I, I <laughs> like before the beat before I even said that was like, please tell me I just ate the pepperoni. Please. Yeah. <laughs> no cause. You really have your Yeah, like, meanwhile, I, I, like that about I was, I made a bit of a uh, mess at that point. Before we close, plug the uh, Hedberg thing. You, you have a, a, a box set of <clears throat> I have a vinyl box set of Mitch Hedberg's albums, and then I wrote a s- book, and um, there's a USB, and then other stuff. Thank you. Where do they find yeah, that, Lynn Shawcroft? That? That would be amazing. What? In the RV? <laughs> do you find the lost RV? We went up to crash them, trash them. Like, I try, like, I can't even think about what was in that van as it went into the clump. Like, it could have been Mitch's uterus in there or something. I don't know. Good DNA. plug. Anyway, where do you find there's Mega Hedberg to come. Is there a website that people can find Mitch Hedberg at? Well, there's MitchHedberg.net, but like, it'll be on the scene. You'll just know. It's like, lots of it's coming. Yes, hugely. And I've been saying, like, um, Vice Magazine came up to do an interview because there's do they are picking comedy and doing a series rather than Mitch Hedberg, uh, Doug Sandow, Amy Schumer. Uh, Mitch Hedberg's is called I don't know. They're picking a something. All right, anyway, us it'll be all good. At your Twitter, Eleanor J Kerrigan. That's funny. God damn, Eleanor. At e. Bingo Kerrigan. Bingaman. Bingo at Litchell. L. Uh, no, no, that's no, my. What's your that's Twitter? my email. Just, <laughs> oh. At Shawcroft. At Shawcroft. At Shawcroft. At HD yes. Fatty. Chad Shank, first time in LA. Uh, HD Fatty. HD like Harley Davidson Fatty. Is Chad Shank your real Doberman. name? No, Chad Shank is my real name. Is yeah. there a middle name? Jason. Chad, Jason, Shank. Yeah, yeah. Seems like the time, the era. I just want to ask one question. We'll close it out. I love this. What do you feel about squatters when you were 20? What did you think about squatters? Like, I'm squatting on your property. And what do you think of them now? Am I the squatter or do I own no, the property? No, you're the owner. Like, or you're reading an article about uh, it. Squatters usually don't have a lot of family. Go fuck them. So it's easy to throw them in, uh, chuck them in a well or exactly. mines or when their throat, really. When it's, Renee and I lived in uh, Venice, Ash, right? yeah. yeah, we uh, I, I rented <clears throat> the place next door. It was an office 
and uh, I I stopped in once I rented it. I stopped in on Christmas, and uh, there were two homeless people. This is a known story if you know me, but and if you it's don't, in the book. it, it, oh, it is yeah. in the book. Oh, yeah, good. good. Fair yeah. enough. And they go, oh, sorry, Spoiler this place alert. has been empty forever. I go, well, you're grandfathered in. Just don't shit on the doorstep. But that's and who you are. Friends. You would be friends. I wish Rogan was here. He, he had to pissed. go. No, he came and he. Oh, he witnessed. They they used to come over for cocktails. At but happy you're the hour type that would and, befriend and your Rogan squatter and make it a good situation. Kind of fucking a juggie from the Man Show, <laughs> and he brought her over for dinner. So it was me and Olivia. Renee. And the two homeless people, <laughs> and them, like and he's like, uh, "Really? Yeah, yeah. No, these are homeless people. They live on my stoop next door." But I think, see, that's who you are. I you would incorporate it into a different situation. I if I own the place, court. I would fucking kill a squatter. Well, Although, me, if I was a squatter, I'd kill an owner. So it's one of those things. It just seems like you're, I'm with you on that. It just yeah. seems like you're a killer, and I like that. But let me say that I'm from South Philly, right? And we had, uh, I don't know if you remember this, in the 80s, Frank Rizzo was our mayor. And they had these people, they called them the move people. But they were basically oh, yeah, yeah, squatters. Yeah. I don't know if you remember. They yeah, they go on top of people's the move. Yeah, they would go on people's on the top of their row homes yeah. and just live there, like just uh, just camp out. And were, were they squat? Were they on top of yes. people who were struggling or oh, just yeah, empty right. fucking was, bullshit places? It was places. right in uh, North Philly, so it's like oh my it was God. kind of a yeah. shitty area. And uh, but the mayor got pissed because they couldn't get him out. And I remember the lady's name. Her name was Ramona Africa because I was a kid when it happened. Yeah, yeah. You'd Rizzo, remember that name Rizzo, for sure. You saw he this sent the whole he set yeah. the whole block on fire, right? And when I was little, my brother Billy used to put like not inhale his cigarette, and he would blow the smoke in my hair so it would kind of linger. Yeah, and I would do her as a character in front of my mom. Oh, God, <laughs> God, I'd be like, how do you women show? But yeah, so I, that's the only ever squatter I saw. But I don't know. I'm so conflicted. Like if you're like Spider-Man-ish and you can go up into a Does like top class walls? place in Dubai or fucking London, go for it. You know what? I'm assuming, I need to be schooled. I'm assuming you have a squatter. Yeah, is no. why you're asking this question because, like, Stanhope has some homeless people. I don't in Disney, mean to face that. Sing songs We're all kind of squatters. <laughs> so I mean, it depends on what your squatters can do. Yeah, if they get, if they have some talent. I mean, Ramona Africa yeah. had no talent, so they set <laughs> on fire. But here's a second. We're all living in cities that other human beings created. It's a little bit embarrassing to be like, "Hey, I'm from LA." Like, you're living in someone else is fucking like how dare we say that this is our place when like people made up people created and fantasized these cities way before we came along mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you're not Run driving on. are you I hope so <laughs> I think she's Ubering tonight you're helping everybody uh, are you driving I'm Uber. I'll squat and fucking you, you, Uber you, you can sleep with me and bingo 
Aww. As long as you're as long out as you guys videotape it, please. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so bingo. Just back to like um about four months ago, Doug called me. It's very rare these days, and I'm like, hey, how are and he goes, just listen to my podcast. Like as though I called you. Oh, you said that to me like. Aww. So she did. You were like, hey, how's it going? And I go, how are you? And you go, Oh, just when listen. Mitch died, you don't want to fucking talk about it over and over again. Just yeah, all right. Fair I enough. Said it on a fair podcast. enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Just fair go enough. to that. Aw, sweetie. Fair enough. So did you listen to the podcast or did you just fucking not? Willie goes at minute seventeen. Th- no, is it? I did you listen don't to like some talking about it all the time. Or we'll, I think we'll he was probably caught up in talking about it too much. You I br- lost my best friend too, so I understand. You I get break it. your arm. And you have a cast, and the first person that asks, you go, oh, I got into a fight. And then the 85th, 85th person, like, I'm tired of talking about the fucking cast. Can I hide it? I hear you. Yeah. yeah. Check it out. But what if I didn't know about the cast or the fight or the lost friend? I'm just sitting in my house avoiding phone calls, and I'm like, Doug, finally I answer. And I go, how are you? Listen to this. I, I feel guilty because I, I kind of love too. it. Uh, my friend that passed was Freddie Soto, a very funny comic. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I kind of do that to Corey Soto, too, because she just stays on it. So I, I had to distance myself a little of bit. Of course, of course. Because yeah, it's yeah, yeah. too much to talk yes, about. Yes, yes. And it, yeah, so it's like a weird, and I was friends with them. And every time you longer. talk about it, you they got married, but smooth that gem. We know each other from the beginning. So it's like weird. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I get that. I understand that you don't want to talk about Eleanor your broken case. is a, a legend here at the comedy store. Not because Telling of Chad Shank, because Chad Shank. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't know the lay of the land. It ain't she because was a waitress, of blowing young. Then she was a wrestler. <laughs> then she was a comic. Then she toured with Dice Clay. We still tour with Dice once in a while. Yeah, we're doing nice. Vegas next weekend. So He's but, fucking He's crazy brutal. right now. Yeah. Is he being really funny now? Dice is always funny, but he's no, brutal. I know that. His no, that's the worst. without a doubt. The worst. But he being I ridiculously funny. We did Opie and Anthony at the same time, and there's oh, yeah, no personality right. in comedy today or since Dice that. I agree. He just yeah. walked in and owned the room. Oh yeah. He was nice to me. I saw you special. You're fucking funny. <laughs> anyway, and he lights it's up a cigarette, like, and Opie's going, yes. "Oh shit!" Oh yeah, uh, the he's fire alarm smoke. was going off. He's going to smoke in the studio. Don't you want someone like that who is fucking? But I wish I could be that guy. Yes, I'm so polite generally. Like on stage, You're extremely I'm a dick, polite. But in real life, I'm so polite. I I, I can't do. I should. But just... I think every one of your fans kind of know that, which is this like double layer of. Love something about you. You're as adorable. But imagine that being that. Are your fans hey. wild like his? Like, like I love Dice fans. They're the worst and best because as soon as you come out, especially as a woman, come out on stage, they're like, "Bitch, show us your tits." You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? They try to rape you they're, immediately, they're, but you got to just punch them in the throat. No, they're, they're not that bad, okay. but they are kind of anxious. We, we well, call the, them the killer termites. Baby. This is a comedy store. Podcast. Paul Provenza. Paul Provenza. 
Rick Ingram. Alan uh, is on. You're welcome to come in. Rick Ingram, who is my co-host, oh is my on God, stage in the main room. has a bit of that thing. <laughs> but Preventa, you it's used to kooky. work here. I mean, you used to perform here all the time because I started here in 93. You were always here. I wasn't always here. I, I remember you here. on the I fucking I Look 19 Why? and when 93. When did you leave? It was very creepy here for a long time. When did right? you leave? Because I talked remember about you working The here. dead years. I had a crush. Go, oh, sorry. It's, it's I did haunted. have a crush on him. That's, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hi, that's I'm sorry. That's why I said when I came down here, I'd never been down here before, and I went, oh, it's haunted down here. This should be fun. So when was the last time you performed here, then? Uh, Wait a minute. Quite a while, Who thinks yeah. it's haunted? When just, someone let, tells let you something's haunted, totally different. Like, yeah. like, don't you shut them down? The vibe here is fantastic now. It's unbelievable, and I think most of it is because we got rid of Tommy, unfortunately, because... I kind of hired Tommy. And <laughs> not on purpose. We just I, I needed a pulse. And okay. sponsored okay. by the Top Shop. It always yeah. makes things great. Top <laughs> Shop. What's a Top it's Shop? It's a joke. Oh, I, I like I it. <laughs> <laughs> we used to we used to play rock and roll places in LA. Yeah. And then wait, the main room no one ever uses the main room. It's dead. Yeah. Well, and so he's, which one's considered we book the, main room. the main room? And now the main room is sold out fucking and, every and, single and great. But, but more so than the shows, it, the, the, just the, the vibe is great. The, whole, the vibe yes. is really like, a, it's yes. become like a great place to hang. Absolutely. And it used to feel like, Get the fuck out if you weren't like one of eight people. Exactly. Yeah, that's a horrible attitude, comics. right? Yeah. I think it's so there was great a, now. A group of comics that were doing that, somewhat bullying yeah. people out. Or like if and the bus boy sucked. didn't like Rogan, you, you Rogan, could die. Who was on an earlier version? Because we're going to have to, we've been doing this for like two hours. So we're, yeah, almost. Yeah, it's like an hour and a half. Yeah. Three part comedy store <laughs> podcast. That's all right. I don't care. I love it. But this yeah, is like Rogan, our first. Rogan yeah. got banned. Well, and that was, that's what I'm saying. That was misunderstood because Rogan did the right thing. He called Mitzi immediately. What he did, he called her. She was fine with it. But then Tommy took it in his own hands. And changed up the subject. Do you know I don't what I'm know saying? The details. So, Tommy, is Tommy in prison or something? Because you're talking no. about him like he's not going to like get Tommy. angry. At you. Oh no, he uh, he could get angry at me. He knows. Why don't you do the green room? Because every comic loves it's the green room. It's the best show to ever. Prevent tweet. It is. It uh, is. Of the fucking green room. Why don't you do that? Why don't you Are buy you a fucking d- network? What do you need a network? I, it's 2016, honey. I've there's trying, everything. It's the best show. Somebody YouTube thing. It's whatever fan wants to do. It costs some money, and we don't have it, and we need somebody to get behind it, and we just haven't I'm found just that, gonna, that entity Anyone yet. who uh, knows my name or How anyone much here, money nine, does this cost? It's what every Hang fan loves. Hang on, please loves. hold. How much money <laughs> does this podcast cost with a GoPro? Nothing. Go right. Well, the GoPro yeah. costs. Yeah. GoPro costs a little bit of money, but not a lot. <laughs> I mean, I could rob that uh, for you. So I, how I, many I'll episodes did you do of that? Well, uh, fourteen. People loved it. Comedians loved I, it. You don't Fans need Ron Jeremy it. in the background. You just need the fucking comics. Yeah, let me tell you yeah. shit. Ron Jeremy's not where the money goes. <laughs> <laughs> My point I don't being, know what that means. it doesn't need to be overproduced. No. Actually, yeah, it just needs no, actually I, you know. if you, if I think about it for one second in a drunk, addled brain, <laughs> that's a podcast with a camera. That's true. Well, yeah, that's, that's what I was just about to say. You don't Good need Lord. to go fund me. Well, that's that's what I was just about to say. But the reason that we could get so many uh, 
uh, right. really interesting people. How you know how he get a Gary Shandling and how we can get you know the the group that was on. With oh, you I'll and, get Gary you know, Shandling if uh, you need him. You know, has to, it has to be a certain. It has to be something more than just a podcast with cameras in order to book it in the way that is the most interesting. You showed You're up right. late, but we just had in this fucking basement. We just had a list talent. That's true. Just we are we are going down now. Yeah, just because there's my oh, yeah. I'm, I'm flattered you. to be B. It was <laughs> fucking Brendan Walsh and Joe Rogan and what, oh, Walsh? I gotta do a and set. Now, and now uh, Rick Ingram's now, back. Rick Ingram's yes. back. All right, well, let's oh do this. Hey, you were, I, I, I saw you last night for the first time. You were really funny, man. Thanks, That's man. what I've heard. Fucking yeah. Kunta Kinte was here at one point. <laughs> Kunta Kinte was Kunta not Kinte here. Kinte was this here. is a lie. What? Well, well, why can't He's, you just take it? Well, up he and goes I? by Toby. Kunta Kinte was there. <laughs> he he, hey, he learned his lesson. <laughs> what network was the green room on? Showtime. Oh right. Okay. Yeah. You know what I yeah, see it on? Speech. Provenza time. Provenza, the Provenza network. On yeah, so you but you know what? Want. It really was, was probably good produced and everything. Fantastic. But it was a bunch of people that you have the ability to talk to anytime, any day, in the best way. It was great. A lady, a lady just stood up in the main room during Anthony Jeselnik's set. Furious and started screaming About that you're abortion? offensive. He didn't even get to that. What? Yet. So Did he stood he, up yeah. and started screaming, You're offensive! You are offensive! <laughs> and he was like, Ma'am, if you will sit back down, yeah. you will see how offensive this is going to be. That's also podcast. I know. That, that, that taking his friend that's for an abortion amazing. piece oh, that's is phenomenal. But real question it, Is that how he come out as a gayzo? Hang on, hang on. Because I Prevenza knows I the my... piece. Tell, tell, tell the Jeselnik piece. Oh, it, I, I wouldn't dain, I wouldn't dain it. But it's it's the story, yes. it's the story of him taking a friend of his to get to get an abortion. Yeah, it's unbelievable. What are you talking about? It's really funny though. Good catch. He's just working it out. So I. But it's more, it's, it's, there there's Jezelnik? so much going on in that. Yeah. It's more than just funny lines. I like to act Story. like Jezelnik's Great. the fucking waiter. I'm like, can you get me a bear? Oh, I love it. It's one of my faves. Yeah, his last line as she was walking out, she just kept screaming over and over how offensive he is. And she was like, I didn't come here to be offended. You know how offensive you are? Where do you usually go? <laughs> to be offended. <laughs> goes, yeah. Uh, family dinner. <laughs> <laughs> she said, yeah, I know I'm offensive. That's how I got rich. And then she goes, fuck <laughs> you. See, yeah. What ticked her off? Chase. Yeah. Was, there, was, the there, chase. was there a, a straw for that camel's back? What ticked <laughs> her off? <laughs> she was storming out. She was there. It was her friend's birthday party. And then oh, the, the girl whose birthday was was like, uh, I, th I think I have to go too then. He was like, all right, um, you want to stay in here one more offensive joke? So you can <laughs> <laughs> no, I got to go. Uh, uh, but don't you kind of desire, like, I would love to be offended. I can't imagine what it would take. Have you ever been offended? Oh, maybe a sinkhole. What? Oh. Have like, if I saw my friends go down a sinkhole, I'd be so offended. Boring. I'm offended a million times a day. I'm just really? a whiny bitch about it. Oh. Yeah. But on like stage. What? what do you get offended? Oh. Boring is the only thing that offends yes. me. The only reason I'd yes. walk out of a comedy show yes. is trite. 
Yes, yeah. But you know, if it, weren't for, if it weren't for people like that woman, and I'm not justifying her getting up and ruining the show or anything right. like that. Fair but enough. If it weren't for people who feel like that, then he this, wouldn't this shit wouldn't money. be funny. Would, because yes. half of what's funny about it yeah. is watching people, you know, trying to just stand away. Yeah, it's just like just filter these ideas like you know, outside of their cubicle somehow they, they they've gone into a world where things aren't, you know, corporatized oh and God. ideas aren't I aren't planned out for you. Hand up! It's because we are over talking each other. Oh, sorry. So yeah, it's, when uh, there are okay. listeners, I hope. <laughs> yes. So, uh, but yes, you're absolutely right. Yeah, I mean, well, when you were, I mean, now your your crowd is your crowd, but but I don't. You know, I would never do a show here. Crowd. Yes. I would never do a show here. <laughs> Well, I, you think people would stand because somebody did it to Rogan the other night and all she was going was boo that sinks and he was just comparing you know men not being as good as uh, or women not being as good as men so I don't know why they would boo I don't get it he was just laying out the facts it's he didn't even get the material yet hello Wikipedia we were in New Jersey at uh, uh Stress Factory? Stress Factory with yeah, Dice. I love that place. And he was a, opening for him. It's an awesome club, and the Dice crowd that came out, ba it basically looked like it was 1989. <laughs> it was like all it's like John Valby. Yeah. John Valby. Like, and, where'd they do, come from? Do they yeah. do they get yet that it's an act? No. No, no still not. They still don't know. Loving yeah. it. And this one lady stood up. She was probably about 50. Oh, literally she, stood up. Stood up and started right. screaming. Uh, basically the same thing. That, that's so rude. And you're a misogynist. And he just goes, What's Lady. a misogynist? He goes, no. Who the fuck do you think you're coming to see? What do you think yeah. Seinfeld was going to be here tonight? Yeah. He started doing his Seinfeld. Oh, impression. yeah, that's right. Asshole people. Who are these asshole people? <laughs> she got all mad. Fucking, yeah. Now, this is disgusting. That's why I don't, I, 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 I've developed a niche death metal type of niche audience. Wait, it still, is. That, it's, that's what, it is death metal. -y. You're right. If you like music, you don't like death metal. Right. I, right. I'm, a, I'm a big music <laughs> fan. Well, I don't like death metal. Well, I'm the death metal. Yeah, I I have that little kind of little... piece of the pie, and I play to them, and I don't go well, outside of my circle. Well, he wasn't outside of his circle. It's in his exactly. crowd. They still come, and they still programmed his fans. It happens yeah. all the time. To him, I don't know why. If it, have you guys heard anything called a seance? Yeah. What about a comedy seance? <laughs> it's the best thing ever. It's like I Game do it of every night. I think all science is a comedy seance. It's a comedy seance. It's a comedy com comedy seance. You know, there's like a true That's TV executive somewhere house. going, comedy seance. <laughs> <laughs> well, can we tell you, uh, we met uh, Mitch in Florida. You tell the rest of that story, please, Rick. Uh, I, was, I was sitting at the bar in the uh, Coconut Grove Improv with O.J. Simpson. Name dropper. Uh, probably twenty. Are talking about Oj? Well, now Mitch, now Mitch's murder has gotten really mysterious. Me and, me and Juice are sitting there having drinks, and uh, this only now, now it's compelling. And uh, I guess Mitch, friend or foe. Mitch had been there the week before, and he stayed to watch Dice. And, yes, I remember. Were so, you there? Yes, we yes. There. I think you might have. He been stayed with around to watch Dice because his mom was there. Yes, yes. So he walks up, and I don't, I don't remember. If and we were Dice there. was wearing some he was, he half had, pants. 
Yeah, that sounds uh, about right. We call them culottes, but whatever. Fair okay. enough. Um, capri. His, Dice is wearing his capri pants. Pedal pushers. Yeah. <laughs> Before you end this, Mitch wrote an update on his website. Before y'all, y'all even knew what y'all fucking websites were. Sure. He wrote that like it was so exciting to see Dice. Yeah. Well, he he loved nice. it. Wow. Yeah. Touching Great. words. Really <laughs> he came Wait, up. So, yeah. He walked up. Uh, he did three updates on his website ever. He stunk at websites. <laughs> I grew up in Go a ahead. typewriter store. Okay, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking yeah, about. So yeah. He walked up, and he, I remember his mom being there, and he was like, uh, hey, we went to your show. And I was like, oh, that's, that's cool. It's Mitch Hedberg. He probably didn't think he even knew who he was. That's so he cool. Was, I, yeah, I mean, I think he was fairly big at that point. Yes. Like every open micer was basically doing a ripoff. Yeah. Mitch Hedberg yes. act at that point. Yeah. Um, and he was like, I just wanted to tell you good show. And then he looked over and fucking OJ with his giant head. And Real OJ was there? Real OJ. He's like, hey. Oh, my uh, God. I want to call Mitch so bad and I can't. Like, Are you friends with OJ? He's dead. <laughs> and Mitch saw it? Yeah. Ah. And then he, he, I remember meeting his mom and being like, see, this is weird. See, it's, yeah, sitting see, with it's OJ, starting to get creepy. Talking starting to Mitch get, and Mitch's mom. See, it's starting to get really Arnie creepy. Then, see, and, this uh, is starting, Little Mitch's for, mom. Yeah. And then uh, he goes, hey, we saw you earlier today. And I go, really? How, how'd you know it was me if you hadn't seen me perform yet? And he said, because I saw you and I said, hey, look at that guy standing by himself in front of Hooters. Doesn't he look really sad? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that was me. That, that wasn't that. I just remember standing in front of Hooters being like, what am I going to fucking do today? This is terrible. The way a cop can profile <laughs> a, per a perpetrator, I can, I can profile a comic. Joking. That guy's That's a, a comic. Story. He's knock-kneed, standing alone, like, pacing <laughs> around in the Back alley. He must be my opening act. Yeah, <laughs> but we we actually oh, did oh, stay. I had we the ultimate. That club I, I, done yeah. and stayed longer to see um, nice. Dice. And yeah, oh my god, I can't believe you were hanging out with OJ and Mitch knew it. I'm so mad at him right Is now. That a fucking, he better you have fucking a line of email me. No, no, no. no. This is the comedy store. That's a ghost. That's a ghost. But that's one. a great. That's a. By the by, that's, that's a great story. Paul, no, I just, Paul had. You were talking to say. about. He was. That's my opening act. I, I had uh, an Uber driver who turned turned out to be on the bill with me. No way. <laughs> yeah. Are you serious? It's gone to the next level. Yeah. No. Yeah. I, I did. I did Mark Maron's podcast yesterday, and then we get. Uh, it was very uh, quick. Yeah. To the point. I don't think he likes me. Is that me, a shit on us? All right. Are you serious? He loves you. I don't know. The point is, he hates everybody like I do. <laughs> like but, I do? But Perfect. we get an Uber driver at his house. He goes, is this the house the president was at? And he's got a black Suburban. And he told us a story about how... He, he he had a call that day, but they were waving people away, but they saw his black Suburban and assumed that he was Secret Service and waved him uh, up to Mark Maron's nice. house. And then he rolled down the window and they go, 
No, no, you have to go the other way. It was oh my very funny. God. I don't have a lot of funny stories from Uber, <laughs> Uber drivers, but that was that one. Was all, so the kids are, yeah. all the kids are doing Uber bits. It's the new. Eleanor, did you know what you bit off when you said, hey, let's go in the basement no, and podcast? No, I had no idea, but I'm enjoying it. I don't care. Right. I love it. I, it's I getting have to bigger. Piss. I, yeah, you have to piss. We should probably um, wrap it up. I don't mean to be rude, but how many times have you heard? I don't mean to be Betty racist. Betty gave his eyes. <laughs> right? A million times. Thank you. My mom told me to there smack somebody who says it to me, though. That, no, no, oh, no. Right. My mom said that. She's kind of nasty. <laughs> I don't like that motherfucker. But you got Betty Davis eyes and you're My beautiful. I'll talk to you later, you guys. Where are you going? You We're going upstairs. Oh, I, I gotta move. You're never I, gonna get out of this basement. I will you know fall that, right? asleep in this chair. I would if love I don't it, move. but I feel like I'm monopolizing. Wait, and we have, we I loved your story properly. Uh, hey, uh, thank you for everyone that was on coming, the Comedy though. Store podcast. Yes. Lynn Shawcroft at Shawcroft. Bing Paul bong. Provenza. What's your Twitter? At Paul Provenza. At so Paul Provenza. At Brendan Walsh. At Joe HD Rogan. Fatty at oh. Joe Rogan at uh, fuck. There's a lot of people. EJ Kerrigan at Lacing Cute at Glasses O Poop Poop Yappity Ding Dong. How long have you had at Glasses O Poop Poop? That you didn't have to go with the oh my real God. glasses. I was Since so at Glasses O Poop Poop. It was a big act. Oh. Oh, they were with Paul. They were great. They're Paul always with Paul. And Provenza, are you always busy? Really? Yeah. Oh, you guys met at Panamint. Oh, sorry. You guys met at Panamint once. She was at Panamint? Yeah. She was in Death Valley? Yeah. I, want, I, I, I want thought you were like a newborn. Just be Death Valley stories. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, you should. What's de- what, what, what do you mean? Brendan Walsh well, we'll will talk, figure I prominently. Feel like she, yeah, we'll do I feel like podcast. she could run another Panamint. <laughs> Well, I want to do another panamint just to get everyone backed so we can recreate the story so I can write one book just about the Death Valley. Yes. Because it comes up on the podcast almost every The only time. reason I go is I think the overthrow of James Inman is doubled a over pain. For sure. Uh, James Inman was the the headliner when I started open mics in Kansas City. <laughs> <laughs> Such an incredibly insane human being, but he'd be so nice crazy. to me and then Aww. just immediately just snap and start yelling at yes. me. Yes. Uh, he would yell People at me. People don't understand me. <laughs> he'd be like giving me comedy advice and then he'd immediately say, and if they don't stop playing 38 Special on the fucking radio. <laughs> I was like a 19-year-old kid. Just you're like, like <clears throat> I don't know what you're talking I was born in 81. I, I don't even listen to 38 Special. I don't know. Well, one year, Inman was voted king of the party, and then there was a violent overthrow. There's way, there's way too much backstory. Yeah, there's a lot of backstory. We'll get yeah. to it yeah. Uh, yeah. another time. Uh, you have beautiful skin on your cheeks. Thank Good you night. Thank you for joining us. Um, yeah. This is uh this is the the first comedy store podcast from the basement. Uh, we've had a lot of great guests, and uh, keep listening. Come to the comedy store, see a comedy show. Uh, Rick Ingram, Ellen. Oh, hey, can we do this as a swap cast? Yeah, why not? That's great. Is that what you call it, a swap cast? I've coined the term swap cast. If you have a podcast and I have a podcast, we both put it out. So, yeah, there's no reason you. You get my listeners, 
I get your list. Legally, so, yes. So, uh, <laughs> Legally. And ultimately, it should end on Haley's Paul Provenza's Green this is a uh, This is a long fucking swap cast. This is the Doug Stanhope podcast. This is the Comedy Store podcast. There's no reason to bifurcate the problem. <laughs>